As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Today's edition of Hear That Podcast Ground is presented by Visa, a network working for everyone. Welcome into the walkout. Paul Edner Jr., Jay Morrison of The Athletic here with you on a day when the Bengals dominated and Brandon Allen played. And everyone sat and smiled and watched the reserves play it out for the last eight minutes. It's been a while since we've seen something like this happen, but it very much happened today. The Bengals beat the Detroit Lions 34 to 11 at Ford Field, and uh, I think everybody's probably feeling pretty good today if you're a Bengals fan. I don't know. I think there might be some out there saying, well, that's what they should have done to the Lions, and I, I, I disagree with that. It's We've seen bad teams beat good teams in this league, and you have to, if you want to be a team taken seriously, these are the games you not only have to win, but you have to win the way you should win, and just... The fact that they did it, and it's not like they squeaked out a close one, which we both predicted would be a three-point game. They didn't do that. They completely dominated, and I think that's significant. For a young team coming off of a a heartbreaking loss against an elite team, you wonder what's going to happen when they go on the road and play an 0-5 team, hard to get up for those kind of games. Uh, They came in, scored on their first drive for the first time all year, and then just never let up after that. They didn't, and... But there was a, there were moments of a first half of mm. frustration and and you know people people were venting on the twitters on oh, the play calling Zach Taylor <laughs> this is not working and then you know what happened the same thing everybody knew was going to happen because it keeps happening over and over and over again is Jamar Chase sparked this team Jamar Chase gave them the lift that they needed at the same time he continuously does it right before halftime. Yep. Deep ball down the sideline. There it is again. Everybody in the building knows it's coming, and he does it. And then ends up catching a 53-yard deep ball later in the game. But the biggest play for him of the day was one when he didn't have the ball. Yeah, They run a fourth and inches play out to the flat to Joe Mixon that's going for big yards. But Chase sprints 
to catch up with Joe, get in front, and ends up tossing their safety about five yards into the end zone to clear the path for Mixon to finish it off. You know, he is just cementing his case as the ultimate game changer they thought he would be at number five. And today was a premium example, because not just because he was great catching the ball on the field again, he's now got seven catches of 30-plus air yards on the season for 347 yards. Nobody has more than four or 185 yards. He's the best deep, deep ball weapon in the NFL right now. But that's not – when you make effort plays blocking downfield yeah. like that, it resonates to everybody in the locker room because that's not Joe Schmo working hard to make a team. That is the number five overall pick sending a message to everybody that I don't care who you are, how big of a name you are, these are the types of effort plays we have to make to win games. I think that I think that resonates as much as anything he has done to this point. It kind of parallels what I was saying earlier about it's not just that they won, it's how they won. That play is the same thing because – if he doesn't make that block and Will Harris tackles Joe Mixon, I have no doubt they still score a touchdown there. And it's still 17-0, and they're still on their way to a win like this. But you're right. To, to, for everyone else to see him do that, style matters. The, the way you do things matters, especially for a young team trying to find its footing and, and become something special. And you could tell just how much that that lit up that sideline. And, and Joe Mixon said that was Jamar Chase's touchdown. That was, I mean, maybe that's true. Without the block, he, Joe Mixon probably gets tackled. They probably score anyhow later, but it, it did. It was it was the signature play in what could be a signature win in this season. And again, it's a bad Lions team, but when you come in and do it the way they did it, I think it matters. We should emphasize that. Bad. <laughs> that. I, I was having the debate, who was worse? Who did we watch that was worse, Pittsburgh in week three or Detroit today? The They were lioning hard out there. Yeah. And, you know, I joked about them being the NFC Bengals. Well, in the lost decade, uh, we saw a lot of games like this that the Bengals played on the wrong side in a half-empty stadium and just booing. At one point, Chris Burke, our guy in Detroit, <laughs> said, the, the fans are pre-booing this drive. They just got to boo the second the offense came out to get their boos back in as Jared Goff went out there and just had an awful day. I agree with you. I This is what good teams do. Good teams punish bad teams. Mm-hmm. Good teams just crush people that don't play well. And... You know, it's so hard to have a game that isn't close in this league. I, I, I'm with you. I, I think it matters for that way that you just came out and absolutely punished on the road. You know, we're, we talked about this. Zach Taylor ever able to win a road game? Well, now coming off of tough losses, he's won two of his best road wins yet in blowout mm-hmm. fashion. And, you know, that says something about the focus and the intensity they kind of had this week to come up here against a team that was 0-5. Easy to come in and take them lightly and didn't, did the exact opposite. How often can you say this? The Bengals have a winning streak in primetime. They have a winning streak against Pittsburgh and they now have a winning streak on the road. It's the, it's the, the holy trinity for a Bengals fan. <laughs> well, I mean, the playoffs, that, that might be the, the point of that trinity. You know, I think they're pretty good. I think we can say that confidently yeah. now. I mean, we've seen enough. Six games, you get into a pretty big sample size. They, their two losses are ones where they almost made a crazy comeback on a day that just didn't go their way with four turnovers in Chicago. 
you know, gust of wind over the south bank from beating Green Bay mm-hmm. and and blowout wins on the road and punishing bad teams, you know. Teams that have those characteristics, those traits that, that their seasons look like that, they win double-digit games. And they have a quarterback that's playing well. And they have players who are at the top of their position at premium positions. You know, I mean, Jamar Chase, <laughs> I mean, he's top five receiver in this league as far as I'm concerned right now. When you when you look at what he's yeah. doing to change games. Absolutely. I mean, and just not the plays he makes, but when he makes them, when they need him most, when they at that, that end of the first half every single time. And it's like, when are they when are teams gonna learn? I mean, they had they had two high safeties and they walked one down in the box and purposely left Chase one on one and Burrow made him pay. Yeah. And he he's just he he had one that went off of his hands for an interception and that's almost forgot about because he came back from that and had that kind of game. All right, let's take a second and switch gears here and hear from a sponsor. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. You know, they're 4-2, and and they're going to go see 5-1 and Baltimore and Baltimore next week. And, you know, I mean, there is no reason to believe that they won't go in there next week and it'd be right down to the wire and have a chance to beat Baltimore. I mean, they may not. Maybe Baltimore sticks it to them and we see we see them put back into their place of where they're at. But we're going to learn a big old lesson next week mm-hmm. about where this team is at. And, and when you look at the way that they played this week and and where they do seem to be at as a team right now and the, that the energy and belief that they have and, and all those things that make teams come out of nowhere, they're checking every box on that right now. When you look at that, you know, I that to me says a team that I, I fully expect to be good enough to go in there and, and compete, if not beat Baltimore, and, and really compete for this division. I mean, I just don't – I would be stunned to see it any other way at this point. I can't say I certainly didn't see that coming uh, even three, four weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, I, I do wonder – we haven't seen the line yet as we were recording this, but I, I bet it's not more than three or four. I bet it'll be a pretty a pretty small spread and maybe the best thing that happened best, best thing for the Bengals is what the the Ravens did today in blowing out the Chargers. Maybe they get that little what the Bengals had in week 1, that little inflated sense of worth and you you have a a little bit of a letdown, not typical in a division game, but this is a team that's been at the bottom of the division for years. Maybe they catch the Ravens napping a little bit and even if they don't you're right. I think they can hang with them and, and make that a last possession game. And if it's a last possession game, I don't know if there's too many quarterbacks that 
you'd feel more confident with the ball in their hands in that situation than Joe Burrow. Or if it's a last possession game, who who you feel more confident in this Bengals defense right now? Mm-hmm. You know that. I mean, Jerry Goff and the Lions offense have all kinds of problems. Trey Hendrickson destroyed Penny Sewell today. Yes, he did. Over and over again. And I think Bengals fans, Team Chase had another banner day today. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 most, the most banner day yet. Uh, but, you know, this defense is playing so well. Um, it's almost taken for granted. I felt bad in the post game. We're all there talking, asking all these questions of the offense, and then we barely even had a defensive guy come in. Yeah. And it was like, you know, it's overlooked that this defense dominated. I mean, in every way, shape, and form. I mean, you look at the the first three quarters. I mean, they were averaging two, two, two and a half yards per play when the game was relevant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think at halftime it was 1.8. I mean, you're, that's unheard of. It's, it's absolutely unheard of. And, and, you know, they're playing well on every level. Logan Wilson with another interception has four. This one kind of uh, pulling the ball out. Um, on a play that they ended up challenging and winning uh, to get a turnover after the turnover. And, you know, those um, – you, you just – you love the way they're playing right now. They, they really – you know, they're the, they're the heart and soul of why you really believe in this team. You know, it's like if I was thinking, what's the identity of the Bengals? Defense and Jamar. Yeah. That's and, how they're winning. And you saw a little bit of Joe Mixon enter in the mix today. That was that was what you expected this offense to look like, where they really got him going in the second half, and and were just kind of once they got that lead, they were just running it down the the Lions' throats, and then that opened it up where they 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 hit some bigger passes. The big one to Chase was off of a off of a a, a couple series where they ran Joe pretty heavy. It it just it lined up today. Looked I think most like what Zach envisioned this offense to be except other than the the early struggles in the in the first quarter second quarter it it was really an impressive performance offensively and defensively and even special teams they they make a change at punt returner Trenton Irwin did a pretty decent job um Evan McPherson shakes off the the wind off the high the bank off the the south end zone and he what do you have three field goals today or two two field goals today um just impressive all the way around. Brandon Allen throwing touchdown passes to Auden Tate at the end of the game. It, it felt like a preseason game, and I think Bengal fans will take that. Yeah, any any day they're not used to it. I mean, the last time they won by 20-plus points uh, was 2015, a 37-3 win against Cleveland. There is no coincidence the last time they did this was the last time they were good. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's because, again, like we said at the top, that's what good teams do is what you saw them do today. You talked about, you know, the offense looking like what you want to look like. Joe Mixon, 5.2 per carry. Yep. Joe Burrow, nearly 10 yards per attempt. Those, and, and then Chase, obviously, 24 yards per reception. When you ch- have those three things happen, I don't see how they lose yep. with this defense. You're doing it on the ground. You're being explosive over the top. Burrow's being efficient. I mean, you you continue to see this um, out of the offense, and yeah, they have their lulls and they have their half, and it's and they've got a ways to go, and they need to find a way to kind of get everybody a little bit more involved and be more consistent. Um, and they had third and manageable issues again today at times. But when you do, when you look at the end of the day and you see five point two, ten, and twenty plus to chase, it's gonna be. It was a good day. Yeah, different story with Lamar Jackson, obviously, next week. But 
everything fell in place today, and they'll take it. I mean, how many times do you see teams do that? They go on the road, play a bad team, a team that's desperate for its first win, and you let them hang around, and then all of a sudden you're in a you're in a fight, and they they just they let them hang around for a little bit, but they it never felt like the Lions were in this game. Even when it was seven to nothing in the second midway through the second quarter, it just felt like you're just waiting for the explosion to happen. Yep. So Bengals will go to Baltimore next week. We talked to Joe Burrow for the first time uh, in over a week today. He said he didn't want to go to the hospital last week. Basically, they made him uh, and was sort of talking lightly um, and all that stuff. But uh, Burrow seems to be doing fine and obviously no worries there. And obviously, Mixon looked good, come back on his ankle thing. Mm-hmm. So you know, health-wise, you know, Jackson Carmen, I, you know, he, he – Trey Hill started and played poorly, and they obviously said, all right, that's enough because Carmen clearly was under the weather, and I think they yeah. were hoping it was going to come down to, so let's see how Carmen's feeling. Maybe he's not feeling so, but he came off the COVID list on Friday. He's obviously still feeling it. I think he – it looked like he might have thrown up on the field. I'm yeah, not uh, – I think he did. Yeah, because I think at one point everyone just kind of looked over the side and I'm like, um, my man's throwing <laughs> up over here. And the trainers came out, and they took him off on the cart, and they said illness, so – um, you know, you th- he'll be back in the starting lineup next week, you would assume, uh, under those circumstances. So, you know, you knock on wood. But health-wise, they continue to, to be in a pretty good spot, too, on top of it all, heading into that big game in Baltimore. We'll, of course, have all that for you. Uh, we'll be covering it all week back with you, that podcast, Growling on Tuesday and the Growler. Uh, we'll be talking to Jeff Zrebeck this week uh, on Inside Everything that's going on in Baltimore. He's feeling pretty good about themselves. So I hope everybody enjoyed today. You know, somebody asked me, if they, if they don't really break out offensively, they still win. Can we really enjoy the win? You need to enjoy the wins. You definitely need to enjoy a blowout win today. Yeah. And uh, have a good night and then worry about the problems tomorrow uh, if, if you want to. Because days like this don't come along too often when you can uh, enjoy Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase smiling, wearing baseball hats uh, in the fourth quarter of a game. So, nice day for the Bengals. No doubt about it. Um we will be back on Tuesday with a lot more to come. If you're not a subscriber to The Athletic, please do. Highly recommend it. My story on Jamar Chase, Jay's story on this team, um, you know, find the way they win being an important deal. Um, those are both up on the site. You can click on any of those. Subscribe. We'd love to have you on board. So thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, football fans, this is Diana Rossini from The Athletic. Get the top stories in pro football snapped directly to your inbox with our latest NFL newsletter, Scoop City. Jacob Robinson and I will bring you the daily scoop of top NFL articles, posts, and podcasts every Monday to Friday. Sign up for free now at theathletic.com backslash scoop.